Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office financial planning strategies and tactics. Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office planning strategies and tactics. I'm MC Lobster. I'm joined by Stephen Bell. Stephen, great to see you. Good to see you too, MC. In this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of estate planning and more specifically, estate planning around the estate tax exemption, because there's some changes ahead, uh, my friends. Um, So, Stephen, what can you share around the importance of thinking about uh, estate planning, of course, and more specifically, the estate uh, uh, tax exemption? Yeah, just to set the the groundwork on there, just a couple of things to keep in mind. So, if people are may not be familiar with what the estate tax rate is, or what the exemption is, and where that plays into effect. So, what, what the exemption is, is you are exempt from paying estate taxes on up to currently 12.92 million of assets per individual. Um, so that's 25.84 million for a married couple. And what that means is you can give away that much during your lifetime or at passing without having to pay estate tax. Estate tax is currently 40%. So if you have an estate that's north of, of that 25.84 million, as a married couple, if you have 40, 50, 60 plus million in your estate, when you pass away, there'll be a significant um, liquidity need within your estate to pay the IRS within nine months. So that obviously raises some questions. Now, you may sit there, don't zone out right away just because I use some really big numbers, because the other part of what you just mentioned is, well, what's happening in that space? So what what's happening in that space is we know that there is something has to occur in the next couple of years um, or or it's unlikely that anything occurs in the next couple of years that changes where the exemption is heading. And where it's heading right now is it will be sunsetting from its current levels and going back to 2017 levels at the end of 2025. Well, we're at middle of 2023 while we're speaking now. So when I say it goes back to those levels, it essentially cuts in half. So now an individual whose estate is roughly 6 million, a married couple roughly 12 million, their estate above that will be taxable when they pass. So that starts to affect a lot more people because even if you're not above that number now, if you're a business owner, you're an investor, and you're building, and you're not at retirement age, and you're, you're still in, like you still have a long runway ahead of you, you can foresee passing that six or 12 million number in the future pretty easily, um, especially if you're building at, at, you know, what rate you're building and ten estates tend to re- grow a lot faster as they get bigger. I mean, the, it's kind of a, we probably mentioned it on the show before too, like the first 10 million is a lot more difficult to make than the next 10 million. So when somebody is built up to 20 and 30 million, they grow at clips significantly higher than that. So you start to sit there and go, hey, I got a concern here. Um, I need to think about estate taxes. And the best time to do that is 
always going to be now and not later. Even if you don't do anything, don't execute anything, the strategy and the planning and understanding how that works should occur today. Yeah. Uh, so for, fu- and I, I mean, this is a very, very important point. So you might think 20, what, uh, 26 million, that's way out there. But like you just said, that gets cut in half. Let's just say at 13, you're at five or six now. You're in your 30s or early 40s and building. You're going to cross that pretty soon. So what are some of the things that folks should think about conceptually in planning for this? And what questions should they be asking uh, of their advisors? Yeah, so a couple of things. One is making sure that they that they have a team that will help them with an actual strategy. So you can always go and get um, get whatever you request implemented, but making sure that you have people that are helping you figure out what that should be. And, and some of the things to think about. So as I'm talking through that with people, some of the things that we're thinking about is how do we continue to grow at the clip that we want to grow but try to capture some of that growth outside of the taxable estate. And this is where you, you know, we've certainly talked about in this show to that before as well, but that's where irrevocable trusts come into play. When assets are in an irrevocable trust, moving in there, gifting them there might use some of that exemption number. But once those assets are in a trust, they grow and grow and grow. So you'll hear that reference as estate freezing techniques of saying, hey, I'm taking a dollar from here, I'm putting it into there. But in the future, that's going to be worth $5. And those $4 were never taxed for state tax purposes. Now, there's still income and all of that that tax. So that's what you start to think about. And then that's not cut and dry. Because if you're worth $15 million today and you're growing, you're probably not liquid and that's okay. Um, but you also probably have certain assets that you're building that you still need to maintain some level of control over, even if you don't care as much about the value. And then you also have the the factor of, well, I I don't care. I care about the control, maybe not so much the value, but I do need the income from it because I'm using the income to grow. All of that starts to be a factor into what would actually move, how it might be moved. Is it gifted? Is it sold? Is it done a different way? But again, those are things that we're not going to solve on this. But just as far as like, what are you thinking about as you start to put a strategy together? Um, those are going to be some of the things that that you that you learn about and that you're being walked through so that you can find the right assets. Um, and then on the back end, it's once you've moved as much as you can, you've captured as much growth as possible, leaving assets that can benefit from a step up in basis in the estate is also part of that. So just as another factor into thinking about what moves and what doesn't get moved. What do we want to have a step up and basis on and how do we want to get that done um, is also a factor. Yeah. So um, this comes into the conversation you and I already shared in a previous episode about the ownership versus controlled kind of mindsets. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that they want to own everything. But what we've seen with these families and family offices, it's more about controlling and having control over things than owning them outright. Uh, because, yeah, the strategy, and, and I love it how you shared that there needs to be a strategy. And most, if you're working with uh, advanced planning professionals, you're going to have a roadmap presented to you where 
there's going to be things that you do now and things that you will be doing, you know, two to three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, as you're growing. Um, and of course, this is this is flexible, but there needs to be planning. This needs to be thought out and well thought out. Mm -hmm. um, and there needs to be this this plan, this roadmap in place with strategies and tactics that change and tools that change a little bit. Um yeah. But yeah, it eventually comes with how do you get things from out of your estate into a different, out of your estate into a different kind of asset protection, estate planning structure where you still yeah. maintain control over it so you don't fall prey to these new tax, uh, well, not new, the yeah. just the changes that are coming, the tax changes that are coming. Yeah, yeah. And um I think the probably the most simple way to put it is how do we prevent any of our assets from getting taxed at 40%? <laughs> like and and how you get there comes through strategy with a team and uh and and thinking that through again just having a plan even if the plan is to execute certain things in the future and then revisiting those plans. Um you know, we've seen really good plans put into place that people didn't execute on. Um, we've seen plans that were put into place that weren't being monitored. So like I had a, I had a client who was, did some really good planning in 2012 when there were some, some rule changes and then subsequently were pulling assets back into their state when they didn't need to for almost 10 years before we pointed it out. And, uh, that's reverse estate planning, but that was because the, the team that put it in place did what they were asked to do, but they weren't main, they weren't meeting on a regular basis they weren't uh they weren't a team around that that client on a regular basis and that's very important uh you don't want to go 10 years and realize hey I yeah, all these businesses that I took income out of my out of my trust bought these businesses and grew them in my estate could have actually been growing over here <laughs> that was essentially the problem there so now you had a, a much higher taxable estate when you had a really good uh, mechanism for avoiding that um, 10 years ago. And you bring up a really good point. This is where your legal advisors, your legal team, which is yeah. the players uh, helping you with your asset protection and your estate planning should be on the same page and communication yes. with your tax team, which is your tax strategist, your CPA and a tax lawyer. Because this is really where the ball can get dropped with, with some dire consequences. I mean, if you think about it, right? So let's just say even you have a $20 million net worth right now. And you're like, oh, I'm fine. This is great. I'm still underneath uh, the $26 million for the estate tax exemption. Well, now let's just say it drops to 13 Now, all of a sudden, because you didn't do planning and you weren't coordinating with your teams, there's $7 million that could now be taxed at 40%, which is $2.8 million. Mm -hmm. So where you were previously in a situation where you didn't have to pay any taxes because you didn't see the changes coming and plan properly and coordinate with your team and get a strategy in place, now you've got uh, you've got a tax liability of $2.8 million. Yeah. And the last point I wanted, last uh, point on this I wanted to, to mention is whatever your peers are doing um, is not going to be your plan as well. So they may be, they may be on paper and um, set up very similarly to you. And because so, I hear this a lot, I'll hear this a lot. Like, well, my, uh, my, you know, my buddy 
has a foundation or has this has this kind of trust or has this or this. That's great. Maybe there's a fit for that in there. But just because they did it doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. So you got like like don't get your advice from your 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 neighbor and your uh your your golf buddy. Get it from people that can actually walk you through all the different options that make sure it's tailored to you because your priorities might be very different too. Um, I don't care how similarly it looks on a balance sheet. The the solution for what you should be doing and what they should be doing likely is not going to be copy and paste. Very, very valid point. This is advanced planning, which is customizable. It's custom planning to you, your needs, your family's needs. Uh, and of course, what you've got going on, whether it's businesses and investments, everybody's different. So it's going to look different. This is not to, to add on to your point. This is not the situation where your body got a, got a cool Rivian truck and yeah. now you're going out and buying a different color, cool Rivian truck, right? So yeah. this is not a one size fits all. Um, Steven's created a presentation where he shares premium finance life insurance. It's an advanced planning strategy that can turbocharge your wealth transfer. You can access this presentation at familyofficesecrets.com. It's familyofficesecrets.com.